0: Welcome back to Too Smart For This, a podcast for the smart and superficial girls everywhere, hosted by me, your host Alexis Barber. If you're new, hi, welcome. I am 23, I live in LA and Brooklyn, and I work full-time in big tech, and I'm also a content creator. I make content about everything from how to get your shit together to how I'm getting my shit together to really all of it. Everything, in fact, because life is hard, life is crazy, and I'm just a post-grad girly, two years post-grad, trying to figure out how to do it all. So in this episode, we are talking about why your routines are failing. I've had many a failed routine, but the truth is having routine is so incredibly important to getting the things that you want in life. There is this statement, I don't know where it's from, but it's basically like, you don't get your habits, you don't get your expectations, you get your standards. So your standards are the things that you will never settle for less than. I think that raising your standards starts with building habits that meet those standards. I feel as though I'm entering a new portion of my life in this new home in LA, and I'm post-grad for two years, which means it's time to really think about my career and getting promoted, blah, 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 blah. And building new routines is something really important for me to settle into this next step of life it's like okay we finished the baby childhood of adulthood as in the first two years of being an adult or whatever that's done now there's no more excuses we know what works for us and we know what doesn't and we know what we need to do to accomplish our goals and get to where we want to go we just need discipline to do that and i think that comes with building really good habits and that comes from building really good routines. I have this new process that I've used to build my own routines and there's four steps to it essentially and so we're going to go through those today and then next week is when I'll walk you through what my actual routines are to make sure that you have a good understanding of like what A morning routine or a night routine could look like for you. When it's time for me to set goals or when it's time for me to edit or alter a certain routine, I have four things that I have to go through in order to, you know, really think about what that routine needs to look like. And so the first is what the goal is. And that is like a pretty like basic way to think about it. But the way I like to think about it is who I want to be, who I want to be perceived as, who I want to perceive myself as is the thing that I'm thinking about when I first start looking at my routines. So for example, going into this like a fresh month or a fresh week, ask myself like, what do I want to embody this month? So what do I want people to see me as? How do I want to show up? And that's where you can really start to think about how you want your routines to look. So if you want to show up as someone who's really generous this week, What do you need to do to think about that and to actually execute and achieve that? Well, you need to maybe remember people's birthdays so that you can send them something nice. Or you need to make sure that you've carved out enough time for yourself so that you're not feeling drained by giving all of your energy to someone else. So thinking about what you want to show up as and who you want to be is going to be crucial to getting started with your goal setting. With that being said, I want to show up as someone who is consistent. I want to show up as someone who's confident in what they're doing, who delivers work that doesn't have small mistakes, who is just, you know, overall like carefree in a way, but also getting her shit together. So I think about that identity when I am formulating a routine. The second part is thinking about your non-negotiables. So my non-negotiables has been something that is, is fairly new to me. I didn't really think about like what I needed to get things done until post-grad. And I remember getting this advice from my friend who is a consultant and he read this book about like getting started in the workforce or something. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it had to do with like Carla Harris. She was this woman on black woman on wall street. One of the first like women to like really be in a C C level position on wall street. And one of the things that she said to do was to think about your non negotiables So I started doing that in 2020 when I was graduating and when I was like deciding what I wanted to do with my career, but I didn't actually understand what they were because I hadn't worked for a while. I didn't know what I needed on a weekly basis in order to feel calm. Like I've done the workforce for two years now. So now I understand what I need to feel productive. And so thinking about what your non-negotiables are is something you can't really do until you've had a little bit of time in whatever you're working on. You can obviously get started with a concept. Like I think my non-negotiables back then were like, Eating every day. Like that, like you can start with a concept, but once you actually get into the flow of what you're working on, that's when you can identify your non-negotiables and what you need to actually be a thriving human being. If you have a goal, you have started to think about like, oh, I want to be this X type of person. And then it's like, okay, it with the person that I am now, what do I need to actually be able to step into that next? level of personhood my non-negotiables for example because i want you all to have like an idea of what i'm talking about here are one day a week without social media like i need one day a week to do absolutely nothing in order to feel normal i need Two to three nights a week with my boyfriend. Like, that's a non-negotiable for our relationship. My relationship is a priority for me. Therefore, I, it's a non-negotiable that I spend time with my boyfriend. Three, a third non-negotiable could be something like waking up early and going on a walk. That's one of mine. Like, I have to walk 10,000 steps a day or I don't feel like myself. And I don't have to walk 10,000 steps a day because I want to set that goal or because I want to lose weight or something like that. No, like, Mentally, I have to go on walks because movement is the way that I process my emotions. Think about your non-negotiables in a few different areas. These are like the few areas I would think about. Finances, what are your finance non-negotiables? What can you not live without? Do you have to buy a coffee every morning to feel normal? Think about that when you're thinking about finances. Do you need to make sure that you can afford to go on a trip? Think about those things. The second area that I would think about it is career. What what are your non-negotiables when it comes to the workforce? So do you never take meetings after 5 p.m.? Do you always need to have a mentor at work? Like, what are your non-negotiables there? Next up is your personal ones. And that should probably be the first thing you think of, honestly, is those personal ones. So that looks like, do you need to work out? Do you need to call your mom every day. Do you need to have three liters of water? Like think about those things in that health category or in that just personal things that you really can't live without. And I would write all of those down somewhere. Our step one is we've identified who we want to show up as what we want to be. And our step two is we identify our non-negotiables. These are sort of like our boundaries that are like, we have to have this in order to be our best selves. So I would write all those things down in a bunch of categories, whatever you can think of. It's different for everyone. So for me, it's my social media business. It's my actual corporate career. It's my health. It's my finances and it's my relationships and, you know, people around me. So I write down my non-negotiables there. Once you've done this, you move on to step three of this creation, like mindset. And once you've done that, you move on to step Three. So step three is to put all of these non-negotiables into a weekly, daily, monthly routine that you can actually realistically accomplish. For me, I wrote down all my non-negotiables for the week and in a like, Google spreadsheet, basically, I wrote out my routines. So the routines for the morning that are non-negotiable for me, the evening routines that are non-negotiable, and I put them all on a daily schedule and I adjusted the hours and the concepts and the parts of that daily schedule to get to a place where I knew that with my proven track record of waking up at a certain time, going to bed at a certain time and having my boyfriend over or not, whatever, that I could accomplish all those things that were my non-negotiables in a day slash given week. My routine, for example, in the morning looks like waking up at 5.30 in the morning. And I say 5.30 because I've tried for a really long time to wake up at 5, but I never really consistently make it out of bed until 5.30. So that is a non-negotiable. is, And that's also something I've learned from giving myself time to practice the routines. 5.30 a.m. wake up. That first 30 minutes is time for me to get ready to make my bed, tidy my apartment. I'm not jumping into journaling in those first 30 minutes. And then the next part of it is going on a walk. The reason it's going on a walk instead of journaling here is like, I would like to be the person that journals and meditates first thing in the morning. If I don't go on that walk in the beginning, girl, I'm going to go back to sleep. Those are things like little things that you notice about yourself when you give yourself time to experiment with routines that you can work into a non-negotiable morning routine. And I would also think a little bit more about time limits here. So if you objectively know that you can't get out of bed until 6 a.m. and that you have class at 8 a.m. for those two hours. That is like the only time that you really have to do all the things you want to do to be this person. You have to think about altering a non-negotiable, for example, to be like, oh, I actually don't need to, I don't know, cook myself breakfast every morning. I can, in fact, you know, meal prep during the week and like that cooking time doesn't have to happen. I can actually spend that time journaling or something like that. When you think within your time constraints is when you can recognize like, okay, this is or isn't going to be possible for me. When you're thinking about these routines, I wouldn't just think about your morning and evening routine, although those are a great place to start. I would think about your administrative tasks, your weekly routines, like grocery shopping. I just really like to write all these things down. I like to write down in my notion like every Sunday I do a little reset day and on this day is when I go through my food for the week. It's when I start I do my content planning for the week. That means on Sundays that like I either say no to other obligations, or I make sure that I set that time apart some other time in the week to do my planning for the week. And so that's a routine in itself, my Sunday routine of cleaning my house, of ordering groceries, or going through Amazon and making sure I order all the things that are like left around my house. Like, That is a non-negotiable routine for me because if I don't do the Sunday routine of grocery shopping, I don't have the lunch or the dinner for the routines that are in my regular like morning, evening, daily routines, you know? I think about this. I have a few different routines. I have cleaning routines. I have my skincare routines. I have my AM and PM routines. I have... All of it and just writing it out just makes me feel like, okay, I know that this is what I need. I know that I can accomplish it. And even if I don't go back and look at like my cleaning routine, for example, what it helps you do when you write it out is recognize how much time it actually takes so that you can schedule for that in the future. That is so crucial, so important for me. Writing it out just like makes you feel like such a good person and like understanding what you're doing. After I've written all this out, my plans for the routines, I have it in my calendar. I have it in a Google Sheet somewhere. I have it on these little templates that I'm gonna share with you guys. And then I write out a plan for when I fail. It's not even like a question that your routines will not get done every single day and I struggled with this for a really long time because I felt like if you didn't do it every day then it wasn't a routine and that you were making things up and you weren't being honest with yourself no like routines they set the bar they're your habits they're your standards whatever you never know what life is going to bring you okay you have no idea what could happen today tomorrow the next day you have to be prepared for not only external things impacting your environment but also you have to be prepared for when you simply don't have the mental strength to get there I like to create these like fallback routines for myself. that are like, okay, we did this. We know we can't do this. So we got to do this. That was detailed. I'm sure that's all you need from me. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, Think about this, when I spontaneously go out to happy hour with my friends on a Wednesday night, instead of coming home and cleaning my apartment, taking a shower, doing my skincare routine and posting my content, that means on Thursday morning, I'm already going to start to feel behind. So what I do is make a list of like what I'm going to do when I'm feeling behind and I'm feeling like, uh oh, I didn't accomplish my goal for this week. And that is so helpful to know that you just have something to fall back on. Having like a three-step process to just handle the anxiety that comes with that, taking a step back, reassessing, and then resetting is really helpful because you know and you can trust yourself a little bit more to get things done even though life happens to all of us. That way the rigidity doesn't feel as scary. It just feels like something you would really like to accomplish. And that is my four steps to creating your perfect routine. Next week, I'm going to share with you exactly what my routines are. This is a good way to think about what you do and don't need. And my biggest piece of advice for this is not to compare yourself to other people's routines and ideas and only to draw inspiration from them. Because like I said, like I can't meditate and journal first thing in the morning. I need to go on a walk. And I know that's specific to me and my needs. I know some people are night owls and they get their work done best at night. So, in that case, like my boyfriend's a night owl, for example, he has a separate routine that's very different from mine that he sticks to because it works for him. So, don't compare yourself and beat yourself up for not having the same routine as other people. Just know that this process specifically, when you think about who you want to be, your non-negotiables and your normal like habits, and then your plan for a routine and your plan for when you fail, when you have those four things down, that can be applied to any routine in any situation, whether it's your Sunday cleaning routine or your personal evening routine. Just know that they're super crucial and they're super specific to you not to other people don't try to be a 5 a.m workout person if you work out best in the evening okay i work out best in the evening that's what works for me i wish i could be a 5 a.m workout person though so this is my simple process for figuring out your routines figuring out who you are and. How to get things done and of course stay tuned for my actual routines because in LA I've made some changes and I really like them. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening and watching Too Smart for This. If you haven't already, definitely make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review because we do giveaways for our reviewers. Thank you so much to our reviewers. We love you. And on Instagram, we always have some fun content for you at Too Collective. And if you want to hear more from me, like seeing my routine, in action or how I'm settling into my LA apartment, make sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow me on TikTok, Instagram, all of it. I'm always there. Don't forget the newsletter also comes out every Monday with tips, tricks, and product recommendations for people who are smart, superficial, and fabulous. So make sure you leave your email down below and subscribe. And with that being said, don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. Oh.